Hi, it's Rainy G, back again, um, because things are ramping up so so quickly that I really think people need to be very, very aware of what's going on and stay on top of it, because <laughs> that Cloward Piven strategy of dumping everything on us all the time is is, um, is definitely working. I, I can't figure out where about 200 million Americans are. You know, we watch things go on in the press and and in the media and <clears throat> we have special announcements that will change the course of the world if people understand them and maybe 20,000 people watch where where are we have 330 million people okay some of them are kids so let's say 200 million people where are they and new polls show that 40% of the people think that Joe Biden would be a better president if he had to step in than Paul Ryan? Who are these people? I'm going to borrow something from from uh, Tom O'Halloran.com. Uh, he puts a lot of stuff out, and I follow him, and <clears throat> and he follows the same things I do. In fact, um, you might as well say that we're both doing the same work and reaching different people, but we, we still aren't reaching those 200 million I'm looking for. But he's talking about the war on women that um, Obama is now, campaign is really pushing and will push again on top of uh, Medicare. So I'm just going to run down this whole total list that he has here. So the people who do these things on their iPods or listen on the computer because they can't read or don't want to or whatever it is, Maybe we'll get this information. We have more than, almost actually, 90 million people in America not in the labor force. 90 million? Okay. Um, there's been no job growth whatsoever under Obama. The actual number of jobs was falling, dropping, by an average of 290,000 a month. Gee, that's a lot. Okay, um, he doesn't want anybody to think about the economy. That's why he's going after Romney and Ryan with Romney's tax returns and uh, yeah, I don't know and how they hate women and how they're going to put everybody in chains or whatever. Obama's budget, if that's what you want to call it, would have added or will add or won't. I don't know. About three trillion in debt. To the 5.5 trillion he's already had in his first term. It'll, it'll um, just, it's an ideological tax hike war, okay? Tax everybody right into the ground. That budget, by the way, includes a tax plan that'll turn the ownership of the largest U.S. companies over to foreign ownership. You think GM was bad? How about if every corporation in America is now owned by Saudi Arabia and China and Russia and whoever? The tax increases in his budget total up to $1.8 trillion over 10 years. Now, during the Bush administration, everybody hates Bush. Eight years he was in office. Total deficit spending was $3.4 trillion, partly because of the Democratic Congress adding a million things on every bill that he put through. Obama hasn't even been in office a whole four years. His his deficit spending is five point one seven trillion. 
5.17 trillion, and we're not even at the end yet. Okay, gasoline's up 90%. Um, the number of Americans living in poverty has risen by 6 million. Home values have declined by 13%. Number of Americans on food stamps has increased from 32 million to 46. I think that's closer to 50 million now. Percentage of Americans living in extreme poverty is now sitting at an all-time high. The size of the U.S. national debt since he became president has increased by 44%. Now, you really think if George Bush was in office another four years, we would have seen a 44% increase no matter what Obama thinks he inherited? During Obama's first two years in office, the U.S. government added more then, two times the national debt than the first 100 U.S. Congresses combined, increasing an average of $4 billion per day since the beginning of his administration. How about his inner circle? This is the one that uh, really gets to me. He said in 08, judge me by the people that I surround myself with. Okay. He surrounds himself, himself with communists and people who believe in eugenics and pedophiles while being the president with the worst record of business ever. Mark Lloyd. You ever hear that name? Some people don't even know who that is. Glenn Beck brought out Mark Lloyd three years ago. Now, a quote from Mark Lloyd. It should be clear that my focus is not freedom of speech or the press. Do you wonder what czar he is? Maybe he's in charge of the FCC and the Internet and... All those little things that happen on television, and that's why Entertainment Tonight and Entertainment Weekly and all those places are just as important as having a um, a press conference with the press. <clears throat> Eric Holder, dedicated to destroying the Constitution, even said at one time we must brainwash people on guns so they'll get rid of them. But he's also a George Soros appointee, basically. Susan Rice, ever heard of her? She used to... Uh, she worked for the National Security Council. Never thought Al-Qaeda was a threat and still doesn't. So therefore, Muslims are not, just so you know. Valerie Jarrett, the slumlord, not only that. I mean, she worked very closely with Frank Marshall Davis, the communist I've talked about before, who was Obama's basic father image and could even be his father as far as we know. He was the Communist Party leader. Valerie Jarrett runs the White House. How about Cass Sunstein? He's leaving. Citizens' rights exist only to the extent that they're granted by the government. This man has written in all kinds of regulations for the Obamacare uh, mandate. <laughs> and it's uh, like only granted by the government. Remember that. Citizens' rights are granted by the government. John Holdren. People don't even know who he is. He's a science czar. He's a fan of eugenics. He supports laws requiring compulsory abortion wants the government to dictate family size just like China does. David Ogden, oh, brother. Children should have the right to access porn on school PCs, and childbirth is worse than abortion. <clears throat> okay, how about Gitmo? <clears throat> the Pentagon is slashing defense budget. Gitmo detainees receive a $746,000 soccer field. He made sure the soccer field came in $4,000 under so he would not need congressional approval to appease terrorists. 
The welfare base under Obama gets an average of $32,748 in federal aid, while a U.S. Army soldier with eight years of service is paid $23.772. That's $23.772 versus the welfare person who gets $32,748 on the average. He cut health care benefits for U.S. military, while Gitmo people get that astroturfed soccer field. Due to a lack of funds, Kansas City has to shut down 26 schools, but they get the soccer field. Meanwhile, the schools are closing as our tax dollars are sent to build mosques for Muslims. Schools on U.S. bases. Okay? (laughs) Obama's budget raises military insurance premiums from $645 a year to $2,048 a year while they get a soccer field at Gitmo. Okay, here's the Muslim Brotherhood. This is the whole thing about the war on women. It was founded in 1928 by the Egyptian schoolteacher activist Hassan al-Banna. He was a devout admirer of Adolf Hitler and the Nazis, the Muslim Brotherhood, a Sunni entity. It's one of the oldest, largest, and most influential Islamist organizations in the world. And they will be in Tampa for the... GOP, um, excuse me, the Republican National Committee Convention, uh, uh, August 28th through uh, September 1st or whatever it is, and then they're going up to endorse the Democratic National Convention because they're in bed together. Islam expert Robert Spencer has called the Muslim Brotherhood the parent organization of Hamas and Al-Qaeda, and they're in the White House, and we gave them $1.5 billion. Is that not sedition or treason? I don't get it. In 2003, Richard Clark, the chief counterterrorism advisor on the U.S. National Security Council during both the Bill Clinton and George W. Bush administrations, told the Senate committee that Hamas, al-Qaeda, and Palestinian Islamic Jihad were all descendants of the membership and ideology of the Muslim Brotherhood. The organization further aspires to dismantle all non-Islamic governments wherever they currently exist and to make Islamic law, Sharia, the sole basis of jurisprudence everywhere on earth. It's encapsulated in the Brotherhood's militant credo, God is our objective, the Quran is our constitution, the prophet is our leader, struggle, jihad is our way, and death for the sake of God is the highest of our aspirations. Numerous statements by Muslim Brotherhood leaders offer compelling evidence of the group's undiminished militancy. For example, I can't say these names, so Ali, Sadrini, Bayauni, or whatever... He's head of the Syrian Muslim Brotherhood. He repeatedly pledges his support for the terrorism of Hamas and Hezbollah. This other guy, Akef, who served as the Muslim Brotherhood's supreme guide until 2009, expresses his support for suicide bombings in Israel and Iraq in order to expel the Zionists and the Americans. Now, way back in 1995, there was a conference hosted by the Muslim Arab Youth Association in Toledo, Ohio, Yusuf al-Qaradawi vowed that Islam would conquer Europe and America not through sword, but through dawah, which is um, proselytizing. He also urged Muslims to continue to fight the Jews and kill them. In other words, they're coming inside, and they've already done that. In February 2011, not too long ago, a leading member of the Muslim Brotherhood in Egypt told the Iranian news network 
that the people of Egypt should be prepared for war against Israel, emphasizing that the Egyptian people are prepared for anything to get rid of this regime. In November of the same year, that same spokesman said, Sharia, the Muslim legal framework, must be the foundation for everything. And then on November 24th, senior brotherhood leaders publicly preached violent jihad and the International Union of Muslim Scholars, a brotherhood entity, declared that it was time to revive the duty of jihad in all forms. That's not just terrorism. That's, uh, that's you know, that's getting in everything. According to a senior Hamas source, um, Hamas officially accepted as part of the Global Brotherhood Organization. Hamas added the phrase, to their own code, a branch of the Muslim Brotherhood, Palestine, to its official name. It wants to spread Sharia law throughout the world, including the United States. And this is what that means. A caliph, do you know what that is? <laughs> a caliph is like the head of state. That's what I put in the last podcast. That's what Obama is, actually. He's exempt from being charged with serious crimes, such as murder, adultery, robbery, rape. Um, charity money must always go towards jihad. I went down most of these the other day, so... I won't go over them again, but um, the Muslim Brotherhood is basically evil. They hate women, they allow abusing them as property, and they want to come here. Okay? They are the guest of Barack Hussein Obama. Isna. Isna is the one going to Tampa, Florida. Okay? Um, uh, <laughs> if you don't know that Obama is a Muslim and not, I mean, he went to church today because he's trying to show that he's not a Muslim, but he's allowed to do that if it's for the Muslim cause. Egyptian Foreign Minister Ahmad has said many times that Obama told him he was still a Muslim. Muslim Brotherhood has taken charge of the FBI's counterterrorism training. The Muslim Brotherhood has taken charge of the FBI's counterterrorism training. And Obama's administration says the war on terror is over. Even though Islamic terrorism is on the rise domestically and internationally since he became president. <sighs> Obama's deal with Karzai in Afghanistan bans the U.S. from raiding Al-Qaeda bases in Pakistan. Obama himself and Holder are seeking release of a terrorist who killed a U.S. soldier. Okay, now how about the TSA? <clears throat> the State Department barred inspection of mother brother, Muslim Brotherhood delegations. The State Department, that's Hillary Clinton, tells the TSA that they can't inspect, or shouldn't and won't, the Muslim Brotherhood delegation. But they can strip search granny or a four-year-old boy. Okay, they're gaining a foothold in the U.S. government like crazy. The Homeland Security, DHS, Janet Napolitano and all her people have given the Muslim Brotherhood top secret clearances. That means they know everything now. And he sends, Obama sends $192 million, now up to $1.5 billion, to the Muslim Brotherhood. So the Muslim Brotherhood are misogynists of the highest order. They're known terrorists. They have sworn to kill all Jews. They've given us the Taliban, Al-Qaeda, and Hamas. They have been given... Uh, free freedom, free entry into the U.S. without inspection. 
They hold several high-level jobs in the Obama administration. And don't forget, Obama said, judge me by the people I surround myself with. Do you understand? Do you understand? Yet, this Muslim Brotherhood, this Islamic Jihad, this this caliph who wants to build a caliphate, in North America. That's going to include um, Canada, the United States, and Mexico. <laughs> it's not just the North American Union. It's the North American Islamic Caliphate. And this man, chosen by George Soros, financed by many of George Soros's groups, uh, in bed with the communists so that the Muslim Brotherhood Islam can take over America. There should be of that 200 million people I'm looking for, 20 million of them should be at both conventions because ISNA's going to be there with the Muslim Brotherhood. If we don't start showing that we're not going to put up with this, we're going to be in the cattle cars and everybody's going to be waving, thinking everything is fine. Now, I know a lot of people in the United States don't have cable. They don't have computer. Why? I don't know. you got to keep up with the times. So I don't... My cousin doesn't, you know, and all my mother's friends don't. She has to send everything snail mail to them, so they keep up with everything. The churches are pushing a lot of this, so everybody in any church should be pushing right back and getting the word out, because otherwise you're you're just like uh, an Islamic little boy who's going to school, and the only thing he learns is the Koran, and nobody else tells him anything different. And when they do, you know, he might be 30 years old and he says, oh, what am I doing? I I think I want to leave Islam. They'll kill him. So, you know, we we haven't lost yet, but we're losing really fast. And so um, I'm just going to keep on sending these things out every day, if I can, until people wake up. This is America. We don't want to lose America. It's the last beacon of freedom in the whole world. There's nowhere else to go. If we don't defeat them now, Thomas Jefferson tried to defeat them way back when. And he went to the shores of Tripoli because he saw them as a threat then. Um, they're a bigger threat now, and they're here. And Obama's ready to, to do whatever he can to help them be here. And Obama should be hung. They're plain and simple, he should be hung. He is a traitor. He is guilty of sedition and treason, among other things. Um, <clears throat> I'll probably get arrested for saying that, but he should be hung. And now that I put that out there, if I do get arrested, I hope 200 million people come and rescue me. <laughs> this is Raina G. Go to earthwalk-usa.com and my Facebook page and everywhere else that I am and try to get the word out, spread the word, keep sending this stuff out because people still are not listening. You are. Thank you. <laughs>